Hello and welcome to episode 10 of Gone Off on a Tangent. We must sound majestic on these microphones, boys. We are in a studio. Oh my god, feels good. Level up. We are finally coming to you from the Active Arena, which is our headline sponsor, Lincoln's first indoor football venue for purpose-built state-of-the-art pitches for multi-purpose use. Sports bar offering food and drink from 9am to 10pm. That's Active Arena Lincoln. If I wanted to contact the Active Arena, Dan, how would I go about it? Well, they're obviously on uh, Facebook, Instagram, all the usual social tags, but if you want to give them a call, uh, their phone number is 01522 701715. Um, and yeah, just give them a call. They'll be more than happy to help get you booked in on one of the pitches. Obviously, we're not far away before we can be indoors. The six side leagues and the bar indoors will open on the 17th when hopefully the restrictions are lifted in the UK. So yeah, get yourself booked in. Uh, I think now's probably a good time just to thank the Active Arena and Danny, obviously, who owns the Active Arena, for all his support. Uh, it means the world to us. Uh, we've been able to buy this equipment, which is obviously huge for us, absolutely huge for us. And obviously there's some other sponsors as well, which we'll get to in the podcast when it's their turn to get their shout out. Just whilst we're on the active arena, I want to know how many takes it took you, Danny, to do your latest promo videos. And why are you wearing ankle socks with football moots, you <laughs> well, absolute weapon? I've got to say, <laughs> I think his promo stuff is, is pretty sexy. I mean, oh, it is, mate. Christ, it's, there's it's no me. way he did that in one take. It's He's incredible. got two left feet. <laughs> is that him in the video? Yeah, yeah. Skipping yeah. past... He's never done that in his career in his life. <laughs> he records it right back again, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> it's too late to be doing it now, Danny. Your career's over, kid. Just let it go, mate. You're past it. Right, on with the news, and there's only one place to start. There's one big story doing the rounds, and has been since Saturday, and that is that shocking penalty given to Peterborough United against Lincoln City. Boys, your Lincoln fans, let it all out. Let the podcast listener hear your grief. My, my, you're going to be surprised at my opinion, actually. Um, although it is incredibly frustrating, I'm kind of... Like, glad in some way that it has, because we didn't have any VAR nonsense with it. It was just the referee making an absolutely horrendous decision, which is fine. I can accept it. I've not watched it back a million and one times on VAR for him still to get it wrong. And it's given us all something to talk about and allow me to get pissed off at something. So, in a weird way, I quite like it. I made the point to a friend that if VAR had been involved even though it was an horrific decision, never a penalty in a million years, wouldn't have overturned it because it wasn't a clear and obvious mistake. That's how much bullshit VAR is. I want to know what he's given the penalty for. Like, because the way that the player's fallen, he's like fallen into the tackle. He's fouled the Lincoln player and he's gone straight to the spot. No, No messing, just straight to the spot. It's on the 96th minute... To, not obviously not to cost Lincoln City promotion, obviously, but to make it very interesting. Um, this is a good time just to um, bring you in, DT. If you could just repeat what you said on the WhatsApp group, sort of at half time when it was two or three nil. What's your exact I, quote? Well, I, can't, I don't know. You have to get it off. Your exact remember. quote was, "We couldn't, could we?" <laughs> uh, well, no, you can't. That's the well, no, that's we can't. The answer you and, can't. And actually, the only person to blame for that's John Busby, and he's a fucking twat. So going back at it, I just. Again, it's what it is genuinely. I said to my old man, like it is one of the worst decisions I've seen in my entire life, let alone this season. And you know, people say, "Oh, you know, you're very heavily opinionated about VAR and this, that, and the other." I'm sorry, like even even with VAR, like in that game, 
yeah, it would have probably well, you, like you said, it might not have even been overturned. But I, I just I'm not asked about VAR to overturn it. I just want the referees to be able to do their job to a certain level. And I just felt like it was a massive cop out. Like it was just a fucking e. It, it, it was it was never a penalty in in a million years. And yeah, I'm still not really calm about it because, like you say, it would have made it very interesting. They, they drew with Donny the week before. They've got them on the last game of the season. Obviously, it means nothing now, but. It's kind of, the momentum was with us and, I don't know, hopefully the momentum is still with us with the, uh, going into the playoffs. But It was a classic referee decision for me because you watch it and he's just like, he cannot point his finger quick, quick enough. enough. No, like, it's fucking bollocks, mate. Mate, it's the 96, just give yourself a minute because cause this is a big decision you're about to give here. It's massive. and and Or even like consult your lino, just... just don't just oh, make classic referee the, decision. The, the thing is with that, that with the tackle in inverted commas is that Anthony Scully actually comes out of it worse with a bit of a dead leg from from the from Smoddick's slipping. So it's 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 a nonsense. But you know, I think Appleton came out and just pulled no punches in his post match and just said, it's, you know, brought the whole kind of PE postcode out because it felt it genuinely felt like that we've been properly done over um, that. And, and, you know, we can't look away from the fact we made the playoffs in League One. I think it's, a, it's an incredible achievement. We can't can't forget that, but it would have made it fucking interesting because obviously... We've well, you boys won't see this because you're both Lincoln City fans. Your timeline would have just been filled with Lincoln City fans. Obviously, I do have some Lincoln fans on my Twitter, but mm. it's mainly just general football fans. And for every corner... Uh, there's, a, there's a really good Crystal Palace podcast I follow on Twitter. He's brilliant. He's really good. And even he was like, what is that decision? That is bullshit. But then, actually, and people that don't know League One actually go, you know, are looking at that and thinking, oh, you know, it, it's a decision in a League One game. But when you break it down to the fact that, actually, yeah, we were 3-0 up. And when you go 3-0 up, you probably shouldn't be throwing the game away. But when it's, um, you know, when it gets into the 90th minute, or 96th minute, and that sort of decision gets given, it's just fucking so depressing. <laughs> So it's just killed your season in in one one quick. I just hope movement. it doesn't have a knock on effect because like we obviously we went three 0 up there on an absolute fucking cow paddle pitch. Like it, we apparently well, I was playing cricket, so didn't catch all of the game. Saw the last like twenty five minutes, but it was um, yeah outrageous. The issue you've got is now you are confirmed in the playoffs. It's obviously where you finish now. It's potluck because you might obviously get Portsmouth and, and face the Cowleys. But the issue you've got is there's such a gap between finishing the season and playing the playoff game. For some reason, I don't know why they've done it the way they have, but there's a massive gap. I think a lot of the players will be buzzing for that, just to have a bit of a recovery. Yeah, yeah, and it gives. It, we've got a couple of lads that will be coming back as well from injury, which you know, there's three. There's potentially three more games of the season, isn't there? So if it is to be Portsmouth, <clears throat> that's going to be an absolute dog of a game. The right. Cowley's is going to make that disgusting. Yeah, it's going to be a honking. Is he allowed back in though? Uh, for, fans, for the final, for the final, for the final. Yeah, for the final. It'd be incredible if we could just waiting for the nod from Bozza, aren't we? Just waiting for the nod for all of us, really. Bumbling. Well, it's going to. They're moving some uh, Premier League games, aren't they? So that everybody can have a home a home game. Well, I'll tell you what, Carl, let's go on to that next topic, since you've raised it very kindly. Uh, it's the wrong order, but fuck it. Yeah, uh, so Premier League games have been moved. The whole round of fixtures has been moved. They've pushed them back so we so each club can have fans in. 
Uh, as a fan of a Premier League club, I am absolutely buzzing. However, the bum fight starts now. Let's try and get a ticket. It's just going to be crazy. It's carnage, isn't it? Because, I mean, even... I know what it's like to kind of scrap online to try and get tickets for when, when there's a very limited amount available. We might have touched on it in a previous podcast when we tried to get playoff semi-tickets for the Exeter game. And uh, there was only 350-odd tickets available to Lincoln fans because of Exeter's ground being kind of reconstructed and now it's going to be, you know, I think it's 500, is it, Max? That There's a rumour in the Times, Martin Ziegler was reporting over the weekend, that they, they the government are probably going to okay away fans as well. But, yeah, but it has to come out of the home allocation. So obviously it's 10, 10 or 10%, I think, is the... It's, well, it's 10,000 maximum or a percentage of the ground. So I think Ellen Road, which is about 36,000, is about nine and a half. And there's a, there's a rumour, well, it's going on, obviously, Martin Ziegler and Times, that there'll be 500 away fans quite allocation. I mean, I just don't really see the need of away fans. I mean, don't get me wrong, if we get a ticket, and it, I think we play Southampton in the week, love it, but it just seems a bit unnecessary, really, to let away fans in this, this early. Yeah, I think, well, at the end of the day, we're all chomping at the bit for it, aren't we? But I think if we do... If fans get just one home game, I think it's a uh, it's a positive, isn't it? And then well, on to next season. Not, hopefully, it'll be negative tests everywhere. Be no hey, oh, COVID jokes. <laughs> We've made it. <laughs> We're going to be doing those for. Welcome now. to the COVID nineteen banter podcast. <laughs> Hope you enjoy that little line from Carl. Uh, so yeah, so that's exciting. Really looking forward to that. Um, and, and as I say, I hope I get a ticket. There's it's uh, it'll be crazy, but I just I know we've discussed it in previous pods, but enough's enough now. I need to be back in the stadium. I've had enough now. Even with it, I think I'll have to wear a bloody mask or or a snood or something. But still, it's better than nothing. It's better than watching on the bloody television, which I'm sick of. The other thing for the Premier League, which is interesting, is they'll all be dead rubbers because it'll be over. Everything will be sorted, won't it? Yeah. So they don't need away fans in terms of support for. No, no, I'm looking at you, Stubbsy. <laughs> integrity, sporting integrity. <laughs> For sport, because <laughs> I was definitely coming up with that. One. I don't know what it means. Uh, you can't see this, us. This, but is, this is where you come in and say, "What's integrity mean?" <laughs> Carl has brought a thesaurus this week. It's a little dinosaur. What the fuck's a thesaurus? <laughs> I reckon I could spell integrity. So, obviously, what I alluded to at the start is the actual story that's been. Uh, it's been. It's been big, and it's it's kind of a double story. We'll, we'll do them both at the same time. So, obviously, there was the social media boycott uh, over the weekend. I think it was Friday, three pm, and it's still running now. We're we're recording on on Monday. I think it ends tonight at midnight. It's, it's Twitter's been a weird place. Uh, I, I didn't do the boycott. I must admit, I've I've been tweeting away, and uh, as much as I back what they're doing, I, I I I didn't really see the need for me to stop. We we've been tweeting from the from the podcast account and everything about it's it's very good what they've done i must admit it's, it's about time but it's a weird one isn't it yeah i don't obviously we don't condone anything that's been going on in the world lately but it's it's good that such that they, that they are they are doing that sort of thing because it something needs to happen definitely i mean i don't want to poo poo it straight away but I, I'm not sure what difference it will make but it is a bit of a statement but you know come tuesday morning whether things change or, I very much doubt it. I hope they do, but um, unfortunately, it's um, it's far too easy for people to to jump on these days. It's with the social media companies. If you read all the statements, they make complete sense. Mm. Is that enough's enough now? Because people are getting racially abused. There's, there's general abuse everywhere as well. It's and they're not doing anything to stop it. There's, it's just utterly ridiculous. I watched um, I watched the video of Ian Wright and Alan Shearer. 
and it's it's chilling, mate. What the sort of stuff that Ian Wright gets through um, his Instagram account and things like that on a daily basis. It's uh, it's horrific. Um, it is absolutely horrific, and something needs to happen. But I I hope it makes a bit of an impact. Um, but yeah, I'm uh, human beings. Obviously, we're just three normal blokes, and I wouldn't dream of racially abusing anybody online. And I just so it's really difficult because I wouldn't abuse anybody online for anything. So it's like I just don't get it. I just my mind's like, what, what are you, do you doing gain from it? Yeah. What what what? It's just just keyboard wankers, yeah. just absolute warriors. Just keep your thoughts to yourself. Just fuck off, will you? So, I mean, it, fucking, we're all gutted. He just missed that chance. Was there any fucking need? Oh, mate, some of the things, that, and like we spoke about it on a previous podcast about. Um, weird Twitter football stuff, didn't we? Oh, it's a weird place, and it's a really weird strange place. place. And the things that people actually comment on, and the the things they say on that is, you just think, what is going through your head at the time you're doing that? Like, get a fucking life. So yeah, so it's time now. So the social media for me to sort it. Um, I, I think you just said it a minute ago, detail. I just hope it makes a difference. Hope it actually does something because it's just. Bollocks! We all we all love Twitter, and all three of us in this room absolutely love Twitter. Linking that to the to our final story, obviously there was a boycott, so it was a bit crazy trying to watch uh, Man United Liverpool yesterday with all that going off, and just I was I mean I was in the pub, and I was just getting messages because we were going to go back and watch the game. I was just getting messages saying, and obviously there's nothing on Twitter clearly because nobody's tweeting from any <coughs> for any football angle or anything. So I was getting messages saying, oh, there's, there's fans on the pitch and they're on outside and. Absolutely, obviously, all all linked to the Euro- European Super League. Thing is, as well, like I, it was all it was all linked to that. I don't know whether they p- picked the best weekend to do it or the worst weekend to do it because obviously they will they won't have got the social media exposure that they probably would have done. I suppose off. No, true. Um, That's off, fair comment. Official lines, I don't know. It's all boiled over now. I think I think I I tweeted <coughs> last night after one too many sherbets. I tweeted last night that I think they've probably pushed football fans too far now mm. you've got the likes of Stubbsy who's just sort of done with the game although I am happy to announce on episode 10 that Stubbsy got back in the game at the weekend and watched match of the day didn't you Carl? I did yeah watched match of the day I have got a confession to make there I turned it off after 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> so we're edging him back in we're edging him back in no I'm to trying, to be honest trying. it was I can't remember what game was uh, I said that I was watching, but God, it was dull. If it was the Leeds game, it was pretty awful. I think it might have been the Leeds yeah, game. Yeah, it was shocking. Um, it was a terrible game of football. But yeah, it's. Uh, I thought I'd give it a, a crack again, and uh, well, it's not done a lot to pull me back in. I'll be honest. Thing is, it's it's all over spilling. So you've got obviously we all know about the European Super League. What happened with that? But it's just bringing so much, but especially for the for the Man United fans. Obviously, none of us Man United fans, but mm. I know how much they detest the Glazers. I know how much how they tried in previous years in two thousand and five, etc., two thousand and ten, I think as well. They were protesting, and it's just brought all that. It just they've tried to fuck with the national game, and uh, and if if they, if they're in that room, I bet they're just looking at each other, going, "Why are we getting this reaction?" This is we're the just, thing they won't know, will they? They don't give a fuck, mate. Well, they won't know. They're in Tampa for the main United owners, especially, and the, the the Liverpool owners are in Boston. So, like, they'll be like, "Oh, we're getting a lot of shit over there." Yeah, we? it's not like they've got a WhatsApp. We go, "Do you reckon we overstepped the mark, lads?" Yeah, they won't, they won't even notice. They and won't then, give a fuck. No, and then then you've got all, all their media lovies that are just writing pieces. And the, in the problem paper. is, once you've got owners like that in place, it's 
very, very fucking hard to get rid of them. They've been hated by Man United, though, from the game. From day dot, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, like, as soon as yeah. they got in, like, they had FC United and Manchester. All yeah, they got formed. Didn't they? Yeah, and they wear Norwich scarves as well. I'm not sure what the, mm. the, the what the point of that is. They wear them green and yellow Norwich no, scarves. it's Man United's original kit, isn't it? Oh, it's not a Norwich scarf. I, just no. thought, I looked yesterday and thought, why is there so many but fucking Man Norwich fans? when they first started, <laughs> played oh, in I, yellow I, and green. I thought they were just celebrating the, the championship title. A <laughs> bunch of Norwich fans. <laughs> Daniel Barker. <laughs> I jest. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so happy to be promoted. Oh, Let's go go on the pitch at Old Trafford. <laughs> Back to the accent, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> I think I've nailed my Daniel Farker. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> we play the right way. <laughs> We're not spending any money and we'll get relegated again. But he it's just, he just good. the voice for the pig in Shrek, doesn't he? Don't chase me, I'm so full of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> he hoofed and he poofed. <laughs> he signs eviction notice. <laughs> So yeah, so as far as I'm concerned, keep protesting, keep doing it. Uh, it was amazing because like, we had, had the box on, waiting for the kickoff, and obviously getting an update from Sky. It's amazing how quick Sky turned. Oh. So two weeks ago was this is ridiculous Super League, and then it was like, oh, they've gone too far now. Or because they got a game at four thirty kickoff, their, their Super Sunday game got ruined. So that suddenly Graham Souness wanted to fight people on the pitch. They've gone too far. They've not gone too far. They're just doing what any football fan wants to do to get their point across because no one fucking listens. Well, they've announced today um, there's going to be a charter they've all got to sign. That'll scare them, It's interesting oh, yeah. how they got on the pitch, though, isn't it? As in that Climbed way. over a gate, allegedly. No, they've poo-pooed that. They've put that to bed. Yeah. The last... No, it's the way around. The, they, the, 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 the story was that a steward just let and them through the gate, right. and opened the gate. It turns out some little rascals jumped over open the gate and then open the gate and obviously the stewards have let them in from Unless there. Unless it's something it's like that Fellaini looking, lookalike geezer that we spoke about the other week who um, like locked himself in the, in the oh, stadium yeah. overnight. That, He's what, just the, like yeah. letting them in. The, uh, what's he called? The stripper, stripper of Granada or something. Oh, yeah. Severe or something, wasn't it? Carl's uncle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uncle Nasty Shag. <laughs> Uncle Nasty. So yeah, so from this podcast uh, to any fans listening, keep going because it's bullshit. There's two lads in here that are lower league football fans and uh, there's me who's finally got back to the Premier League and just fucking keep going. It's bullshit until they sell or, or they come to terms with what it actually means to be an owner of a British football club. The thing club. is as well, like obviously we we're on the brink of being back in stadiums and you've not yet experienced VAR in a stadium. For your club. Yeah, I can't say so, I'm excited about that. Must yeah, it? so it'll be interesting. What, there's a lot of things to talk about. but On VAR, actually. It's not on the, the topic today. And we did do episode four, which was the Varsical podcast, which I'm phoning. So please go check that out if you can. Um, but the uh, this has been another hilarious week end of VAR. And I've now come to the decision uh, that I don't think it is VAR, I've decided. I just think it's the referees. I just think they're shocking. Flex stamped on the guy's face last night. Yeah. And nothing. Absolutely. Yeah, two weeks ago, Liam Cooper and the West Ham lad yeah, got, got, got sent off. Got sent off for, for following tackling. through and kicking the ball. Sent off for tackling. Yeah, that's where we're at now. You should get sent off for following through. Yeah, it's definitely. Rude. That's Mucky. rude. Mucky. Yeah. <laughs> you dirty bastard. Paula Radcliffe of the football world. <laughs> No, oh, no, no, shite. You, you just shit yourself, Paul. I don't worry about finishing the race, love. Yeah, you just take a dump on the side of the road. No, nobody's watching her, right? Just millions of people. Sorry, Paul, if you're listening. Doubt, uh, she won't be. But no, she won't be. No, it's genuinely an absolute shocking weekend for it again. And just, I, I, I just, you lot, I, I'm done with it. It's just ridiculous. The levels now Thing that is, referees are at. But like I've said in the past, I'd rather come away from a football match being angry at a a refereeing performance and be like oh this is fucking bollocks then actually have not only a shit refereeing de- um, 
display, but also for the people that are watching it on re- on repeat and on on a replay, actually coming out and saying, "Oh, actually, no, no, it's the correct decision's been made." Like Dermot Gallagher, I'd have given the I'd have given Fleck the benefit of the doubt. Yes, yeah, nonsense. He's literally stamped on his face. Yeah, it's nonsense, and he looks down as well. He, lo- he yeah, looks he down. He does. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a for me that's oh, you an can't question no the intent. Well. Hmm. You can when you've when you're sending people off for kicking the ball and, and catching people on clip on the clearance. Like there was one yesterday, uh, another offside. I think it was in the Arsenal game. I haven't actually seen it, but um, I've just seen the still, so I'm not sure if it's an accurate still. But uh, it looked miles offside as well. I don't know what happened with that. So I, I'm sure someone whoever's listening would have seen it. So I'm not sure if it was just a the still was dodgy, but another absolute shocker. I mean, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a football league ref on in a future podcast. Um, that he's been all booked and ready to come on. So we'll get his opinion um, on current refereeing standards because having well, he's a mate of all of ours and he's, as I say, he's a, he's a football league FA affiliated referee and linesman. And we know he goes out to do a good job, but the, the levels are just dropping season by season. Like, I think I text you that that Peterborough one, mm. it's like he'll probably get promoted. So in three years, the, the, is, uh, the, the accountability needs. There needs to be more done about the accountability of bad decisions and bad performances. Because if the 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 worst thing about that Peterborough one is that he has the most perfect line of mm. out of vision for the incident, and he's still without question points to the spot within you know split second. It was like a a, a, sh- a shit cricket umpire triggering someone LBW without even giving it a second thought, without beating my chest. It's our game, and I don't feel now the referees are refing our game. I think no. that, I feel like they're refing their game. Yeah, no, these are the rules, uh, law. Sorry. Well, who said that was law? Because I'm happy if a player tackles somebody and yeah. catches the player that is play on. Yeah, and it's a physical game that we've all been brought up. You know, you expect to, you know, get caught. In and a if it's offside like by it's... a nip, it's not offside. Yeah, it's not his fault. He's got big nipples. No, Patrick Bamford. It's, 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 it's bollocks. I don't know. I was just making a joke. It was his armpit, wasn't it? To be fair, she trim them hairs. But it's just, it's just yeah. Let, let's let's not go ranting about referees. No, but we'll, still, we'll end up going off on a tangent. Right? They are all cunts. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be edited out. <laughs> Wankers. Right on to the Goatberg update. <laughs> That's a pretty impressive goat. Uh, this uh, the goat Borg update this week is sponsored by Eureka Johnson, Eureka and uh, Aldi. No, IKEA. they're German. IKEA meatballs. Uh, this section is available for sponsorship if you're listening. IKEA. It's a weekly thing. Well, it depends. What if? Uh, well, if it's a cup game and they've been knocked out, I suppose it won't be. Well, yeah. Well, we're not going to because we're going to win everything. <laughs> right. Without further ado, up the fucking goat. Come on, Stubbsy. Uh, we are uh, a tough game away at. Holmstad uh, drew one all uh, yesterday, in fact, um, after getting beat by uh, De Gifora's, um <laughs> on Monday. So, yeah, it's back down. We're down to ninth in the table, uh, oh. the Goats. But, we had a solid uh, start as well, didn't we? Yeah, we did have a, have a solid start, but we are played four, won one, drawn two, lost one. Um, so, yeah. Let's have a little glance at the, uh, the table. So, um Jigarden are still top. Three wins in a row. 12 points. Hmm, very interesting. Well, Ma- Malmo are struggling this season. Yeah, Elfsborg. Jigarden are 1-0 up at Malmo. Jigarden looks clean. Jigarden are actually winning. They're beating Malmo as we speak. Your second team's 16th. 
bro. Um. <laughs> That's a bit of you, that is, Stubbsy. Alright, bro. <laughs> oh, no, I think he might be cheating on Gotbug. <laughs> Alright, bro. We have got a Christmas uh, version of our goat as well, haven't we? With Elfsborg. <laughs> so if your football team needs Christmas in. No, we're going to support, we're going to switch to Elfsborg for December. the whole of December. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, it's like Goatborg, but uh, sort of more Christmassy. <laughs> Mistletoe and wine on the terraces. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, that's a good shout. That's the You can't be serious. No, they're just third in the league. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I was going to say that... Um, E-I-K in a second. It, it, it might have actually been E-I-K. There's definitely some... some uh, it's either Swedish or Danish, I think, the football team. Basically, they're, they're that pissed off with fans not being allowed back into the... I've uh, seen into that. the stadium. Oh, shopping, shopping ball. Shopping ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was it them, was it? Flares and smoke grenades and fucking all sorts. Well, flares are still fashionable in Sweden. E. Yeah. Can't put it. Can't, yeah. I well, quite like the look of Vargberg boys. You well. can't change that teams now. The, the no. fucking goats. Got a fucking I know, podcast I'm named go- after yeah, it. I know. All, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I'm all goats, but there's some bloody We bought some shit. <laughs> brilliant names in, in this league. <laughs> <laughs> right, that concludes the Goatborg update. <laughs> right, it is time for the NFL corner. And it's a touchdown! Rivers, Matthews, one play, touchdown San Diego! So yeah, big week in the NFL was the draft. So I watched the first couple of rounds on Sky Sports. I think you dipped your toe, didn't you, Stubbsy? Um, no, I just went on Facebook the next day and saw that I'd, we'd signed some bloke called Bateman. Brewer from... Gosh, Stuart Bateman's looking good for his age, isn't he? That's one for anybody listening from the brewing industry. <laughs> enjoy that. And I can't remember who... But we, got, we didn't get picks till like... Everyone had about three goes before I, we got go. For anyone that didn't catch it, the uh, obviously the uh, number one pick was Trevor Lawrence, which is what everyone expected to happen. There was no, no shocks there at all. Buzzing. So that's obviously, that was DT's gamble a couple of podcasts ago. Yeah. Are you pleased with that, DT? I um, um, couldn't tell you how over the moon I am at that What news. do you think he's going to bring to your team? Just loads of QBs and, <laughs> <laughs> and tight ends. And oh, mate. Yeah, oh, yeah. mate. Yeah. Fucking, fucking nail that. Yeah, class. So yeah, so uh, then Zach Wilson went number two, which was interesting because uh, the Jets are shite and they just seem to get QBs every year and nothing happens. You'd like Zach Wilson, actually, Stubbs. He's a bit of you, mate. He came bounding out. Good looking lad. He's a bit of you, mate, honestly. Confident. Oozed it. Oozed confidence. Love a bit of arrogance. And then number three, uh, well, I probably lost half the listeners by now, but number three, uh, the 49ers had traded up so it's for the last... Well, they're well, 50 is now. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> that took me ages to work that one out. That's a good joke. The, um, so the, the 50 is uh, traded up to number three. So for six to eight to ten weeks, got, the, the, the story of the NFL was why have they gone up to number three and, and they gambled so much to get up to number three. Turns out it was to get a QB and it was Trey Lance, um, who is unbeaten in Could his you young career. get more American? Hey, Trey Lance. Hey, it's Trey Lance. Hey, Trey. Do hey. you want to come throw some balls? See, the problem is in England, he's just something you carry your sandwiches on. That's, that's, that's the problem in England. <laughs> and then go jousting. <laughs> come on, Trey. Fucking <laughs> okay, hell. And then, yeah, that's apart from my New York Giants who 
traded out and swapped other picks for, for, for the 2022 draft. There wasn't particularly any shocks, really. It was uh, about right. Justin, Justin Fields, for anyone following it, fell down to the 11th pick with the Chickagore Bears. So he fell all the way down there. But other than that, it was no, not particularly surprising. No, it, the New England Patriots took a QB. Um, he looks about as athletic as me, so I'm not quite sure what the thinking is there. He came out. He didn't uh, do it, but he only throws it. Well, granted, but he, he walked out and he looked like Vince McMahon, you know, when he used to come out in the wrestling, <laughs> giving it the arm swings. The gif. Yeah. He's like coming out, coming out, bounding out as if to say, I'm going to prove all you motherfuckers wrong. It's like, mate. It's like you, AB. Oh, honestly, he looked, he looked terrible. He, I mean, I've, I've never seen him play, but just from his, just from his stance and the way, the mm. way he wears a suit, Looks I wouldn't be that thrilled. Mate. Very true. Very true. Well, we'll put a pin in there. Uh, in Mac Jones, then, and we'll have a look at him. Is that his name? Yeah. So, I mean, another American name, isn't it? It's ridiculous, isn't it? You've got Trey and Mac, Mac. In, the, in the first round. Let's, in fact, let's have a look at some of the names, since you brought it up. Uh, Penne so, Sewell. It sounds like a dish that you would order at the say, local pasta. Italian. <laughs> oh, I think I'll have the Penne Sewell. <laughs> Is it al dente? You're going to do an Italian in Leeds? Yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> oh, I've been to Leeds. Oh, I've been to Leeds. It's beautiful. JC Horn. <laughs> in, in number eight. He was Fucking hell, we have our own soundboard. Soundboard? Soundboard. Soundboard. Elijah Vera Tucker, taken at number 14. Vera? V- Vera, Vera Tucker. Vera, your team's ready, Lord. Uh, that's oh. about it, really. That's about as fun as they get. Oh, no, a quitty pay, if I've pronounced that right. I'll be a quitty pay if we have to carry on talking about NFL. <laughs> Neji Harris. Neji. Yeah, and after a sheep. I actually uh, spe- spent a bit of time looking at uh, the old draft. It meant absolutely nothing to me. So but... confusing, isn't it? Yeah. Do you want to know why they do on. the draft? Or are you not asked? I really uh, don't give a fuck. Happy days. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know. Well, that pretty much concludes <laughs> NFL Corner. I hope you found it enlightening as always. Yeah, lovely. Which is sponsored by Clavering's Removals. And again, a massive shout to the guys at Claverings for, for, for ponying up the cash so we could talk into these beautiful microphones and sound so silky. Oh, so good, isn't it? Yeah, that was oh, so oldie. <laughs> Jay from in between has just wandered in. <laughs> Hello, Jay. You okay? Cool, cool, cool. So I got accused in the pub yesterday of not taking these sponsors very seriously. So Did you? Yeah, yeah. I got hammered for it, to be fair. So let, let's, let's give... Let's do right by Claverings and do a very serious sponsor chat for them. Okay, well, so you ready? Start with a jingle. Well, personally, I thought the jingle uh, was Radio One worthy, but yeah. uh, no, I'm for that as well. So uh, let's do this very professionally. You ready? You ready? How do I contact Claverings Removals, Dan? You can give them a call on 07904-546-036 and they'll help you uh, with all of the... Sorry, Carl, were you going to say something? I was just going to say they'll move some boxes. <laughs> <laughs> Grown up Tetris. Yeah, definitely. What do they specialise in, DT? Uh, removals. Boxes. <laughs> uh, removals, clearance, uh, all that sort of jazz. If you need uh, a quote for moving house, uh, they are the perfect company to well, they'll use. move your house? Literally wow. move your house. Wow. wow. you got yeah. a crane? Yeah. Clavering's crane. Clavering's cranes. Yeah, we're not doing a very good job of this. <laughs> <laughs> it's really difficult for three three idiots to... Uh... The main thing is, if you're listening, Claverings, we massively appreciate the cash. So that is brilliant. So no, thank you. Joking aside, they are absolutely sublime what they do. If you go and have a look at their trust pilot, 
um, you'll see that there's um, there's some really good reviews on there. And if you're looking for a trustworthy removals company to get you from A to B when you move house, then they are the, the company to use. So. so, yeah. So, Clavering's Removals for all your removal needs. Info at claverings.co.uk or www.claverings.co.uk. Right, on to show and tell. Now, it's called show and tell because we like to bring something to the podcast every week and tell the class. So this week, we are going to discuss the Premier League Hall of Fame. So the Premier League Hall of Fame, has, well, it's been started. Not quite sure whose idea it is. Um, I, don't really, American, I don't really get it, if I'm honest. It's a bit weird. What, what I did learn this week, actually, is that there's already a Hall of Fame at the National Football Museum, which is independent of this. So I'm not quite sure, apart from the desire to make football start in 1992, why we need one. But they've done it. Um, so there's obviously two that have, have entered the, the hall. Uh, Alan Shearer, obviously, and uh, Thierry Henry. So I'm not sure we can argue with those, if I'm perfectly honest with you. Nah. Probably the best foreign player to play in the Premier League and probably the best player to play, well, best striker. Striker, yeah. I can't in the Premier believe League. Massimo Tai and Nick Tavey were the first one. I think he was 560th on the list. <laughs> Michael Ricketts was before him, if you can right. believe that. Incredible. What about Richard Dunn? Where was he? Uh, well, his head came around the corner first. Right. <laughs> can I get in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> Fuck off, Richard. <laughs> Go and score another own goal, you cunt. Oh, Seabomb. Sorry, Richard. I think this, the, these sort of records need to be recognised more. What? Size of head? <laughs> Morning. <laughs> No, just not included. sort of like poor achievements, like the most dangerous. So would you flip it? Howler. So would you flip it? Would you like have the Hall of Shame instead? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I think if you're nonsense. doing a Hall of Fame, so Carlton Palmer. If you're doing a Hall of Fame, you've got to do Trevor a Hall Sinclair. Of shame as well, yeah. Yeah, no, not Trevor Sinclair. Uh, Trevor used to play for you lot. Scored all their own goals. Play for oh, Leicester. Frank Sinclair. Frank Sinclair. <laughs> Frank Spencer. More like. Yeah, they should have him. But it, right on the Hall of Fame, if you could put one player in tomorrow, what player would you put in? Paul Scholes. Yeah, that's a fair shout. Aguero. Okay. Yeah, it's both absolutely Where fair shouts. Going? Gary Speed. Straight in. Yeah. Play for loads of different clubs. Mm. Most appearances, I think, he awesome things. Yeah, it's class. Yeah. God rest his soul. Yeah. Rest in peace, Speedo. But yeah, no. Yeah, Gary Speed will go in for me, but there's probably plenty ahead of him, clearly. But mm. So yeah, yeah, so how, how do we feel about the general sort of having a Hall of Fame because I, I'll admit I, I don't really understand it I don't really see the point no, I'm, being, I'm, I'm being genuinely serious I want a Hall of Shame I'm yeah. not interested in Hall I, of Fame I, I Hall of Glory really I appreciate shitness more. I understand like why they're, why they're doing it but at the same time like everyone everyone has their own like what makes them official Hall of Fame because like you might like someone or you might think someone should be in there but only certain amount of people are having the say on who's actually in it. So. Well, the first two, obviously, off off the run are obvious, aren't they? I mean, it's the leading Premier League goal scorer yeah. and probably the best foreign player. So that's pretty easy. But when they, when they start going now, it'd be very interesting because, yeah, I, I just don't really understand do you it. you have to be retired to get in the You board? do have to, because obviously... No, Dan, you can't. Oh, so I can't have Aguero then. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. But because um, there was a thing about Rooney, you have to have been retired by a set date, I think 2019. Uh, yeah, so okay. everyone's saying, why isn't Rooney in it? It's because Rooney's not in it because he hadn't uh, retired in time. Oh, that makes sense. And he's too busy getting Derby relegated. Hall of Fame thing. How, um, how are they... 
Are they just like releasing a couple a week? or Yeah, so you can vote them in. So uh, the nominees are Tony Adams, Rio Ferdinand, John Terry, Matt Letizia, Andrew Cole, Andrew Cole, Andy Cole, David Beckham, Robbie Fowler, Robin Percy, Michael Owen, Ashley Cole, Cashley, Dennis Boykamp, uh, Nemanja Vidic, Peter Schmeichel, Didier Drogba, Roy Keane, Saul Campbell, Patrick Vieira, Paul Scholes, Les Ferdinand, Eric Cantona, Frank Lampard and Ian Wright, right, right. So yeah, it's a pretty solid list. Isn't it? How, how many is it? Or is it just going to go like go on forever is there a set amount that are in it if it's anything like the American one it'll just go forever and they'll have a, they'll have a, a class every single year and then they'll just so the first five ten years will be all the really good people and then eventually we'll get to the shite and then it'll be like they'll become a little, little bit more sporadic yeah. probably so yeah. like if you can't enter it yet so a couple of years Rooney's obviously an automatic the, the, Ameri- the American one is revered and I just don't think this will be I just don't think it's very English I'm honest it's not our thing is it to do this sort of thing We'd rather have like the wrong ones, like Stubbsy's list. Yeah. We'd like to celebrate the wrong ones, don't we? Yeah, I do. Yeah, we'd like to love a Carton Palmer. It's time for everyone's favourite section, Rank Me Off. Stubbsy, over to you. It's time, lads. It is time. Uh, rank Me Off, we had a, a brilliant one last time, didn't we? Three out of five matches. It was a great day for everyone. Yeah, it was uh, in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Rank Me Off. Rank Me Off Hall of Fame. Um, so this week on Rank Me Off, um, I'm going to give you uh, five things, um, five different sports, and I want you to rate these in what you feel is the hardest to achieve. So, number one uh, is a nine darter in darts, obviously, rather than any other sport to get a nine darter. Um, 147 at the snooker. Um, the perfect 300 in 10 pin bowling. Uh, the perfect hat-trick in football, left foot, right foot, header. And a hole-in-one in the golf. Where are we going, boys? So, we... we're ranking in how hard they are to achieve. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, there's, there's three of them. Oh, fuck me. There's like three, three or four of them that... Jesus. It's a tough one this week. There's, you know, there's, there's loads of stuff to take into consideration as well, like time constraints of whatever sport you're playing and the speed of... Speed of doing I mean, I've things. got the right answer order in my phone, so <laughs> we have to match. Ah, oh, fucking hell, that's tough. I'm just gonna shoot from the hip. Fuck it. I think the easiest one. Well, you were about to find out, Dan. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. So number five is the easiest, easiest to achieve. Yeah, and number one is obviously the hardest. We're gonna go with. You, Stoxy, I think. Your easiest to achieve, please. Uh, so, at number five, I've gone for bowling. Really? Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah gone for bowling. Why? Uh, because... You've got to... Have you been bowling? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not a professional bowler, I bet, am I? I bet you're one of those twats with the fucking buffers up as well. Yeah, yeah pink ball and the buffers, yeah. Yeah, and probably, have one, of those, probably yeah. have one of them ramps as well. Yeah, like flirting it. with the lane next to me. Yeah. I like your oh. shoes. I like your bowling shoes. <laughs> Where'd you get them from? <laughs> Brought me on the counter. <laughs> 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 Brought me home. These are mine from home. Oh, this is, uh, this is actually my, uh, my own ball. <laughs> uh, I know what you're saying, but there's some other hard things on here and all. Yeah. It isn't an easy list, is it? No, it's not. But it'll start somewhere. There's one for me. For that, me, that's easier than all of those. Well, we'll find out. Anybody in a minute, can do one of them. Literally anyone. Yeah. But anyway, what's your number five? But to be honest, I know what you're saying there. But I, my number five, I think the easiest one to achieve in terms of what, how long you've got to do it. I think it's the perfect hat trick. 
because because I think you've got an hour and a half, so it depends who you're playing, obviously. But I think you've got more chance of having the 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 perfect chance to get three opportunities in a game to score left foot, right foot header. Although you know you then got to convert those chances, but I think in the grand scheme of things, I think that's probably out of that list. I think it's the easiest to to do. Interesting. Not for me. And that is a no match. Um, not for me. I'll I'll come on to my list at the end, but and I'll discuss my point. But so straight back with you, Dan. We're going to go straight into number four, the the second hardest on your list, please. I think for me, sec well, second hardest. No, not second hardest, is it? Second yeah. easy. Second easiest. Second easiest. Piss easy, get three hundred in. Yeah, well, in bowling. Mine, mine is mine's the bowling. Turkey. Mine's the bowling one in that. Okay. Why? Well, just to be honest, I think that and the other three fucking tight for number one. To be honest, but um, yeah, they're all. It's a really difficult list because they're they're all. It does depend if the, if the buffers are up. I'm going to come at you with a counter argument for one. It it is very. Um, I mean, I haven't been bowling for a long time, but even when you see like. It's fucking. It is. It is hard. Yeah, but... get me on Wii Sports, mate. I used to get free every. <laughs> We're not week. talking about Wii Sports. I'm better at bolt temping bowling left-handed than right-handed. That's how shit I am. Ambidextrous. No, because I'm awful. With you don't walk funny. Number four for you, stocks. A one four seven. What? Yeah, because if you want no, <laughs> listen, it's literally impossible, <laughs> mate. I can't. Yeah, but literally, you... I can't go red, black, white. Yeah, but I'm not looking at it from our angle. I'm putting. It's my... for you. No, well, for me. That's the, the whole idea is what you think to harvest. Oh, piss easy one four seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I was looking at the angle like for, for, like for the pros. I mean, if you're Randy O'Sullivan, one four seven. That's, that's, but that's the it's angle I was easy, looking at. But you're not. Well, that was the angle I was looking at. It was. What it's like to be a pro to do it. That's why I'm well, just just going. So going back to the bowling thing, perfect three hundred is ten. Is it? It's nine. Ten strikes. Twelve it? strikes. Is it? Uh, yeah, it is. It's twelve you strikes. Have, you, you have ten, three, and then you've got your spare, and then you. You've got three spare. at the end, don't you? Yeah. So you you're actually you're having to do thirteen that, things. Yeah, no, twelve. 12 things. twelve things. Bam, bang on. Get your own fucking list. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, no I, match. Well, I, I'm looking at it from a pro's angle, so that's that's how I'm performing this yeah, list. Oh, there's loads of time in the tournament. Fifteen. Yeah, you're not doing it. Rocket Ronnie is. It's fine. No, it's not. You are. Well, that's what I mean. I'm not doing it from that. I'm doing it from a pro's well, angle. Doing it wrong, then, well, we're not going to get you know any what? fucking matches then, are we? <laughs> Best restart the section then. <laughs> uh, straight back to your stocks number three. Oh well, uh, three is nine data. Again, it's not me doing it, it's the pro. So, the thing that's you're putting third on the list is you've only got to do yeah. three, nine things yeah. perfectly. But yeah. the one that you've got to do 36 things to achieve... Well, I've never been strong at maths. I mean, that's, that's, not, that's not the debate. But uh, <laughs> You're getting schooled over maths by him. Yes, that's <laughs> awkward. The, uh, I'll get me cloak. I don't watch darts, so I've no idea how, how often it happens. That's the biggest problem. You used not to look like a player. Often. It did, yeah. No. <laughs> uh, so yeah, as a dart person, are they? Uh, is is it, does it not happen very often? I darts. No, uh, they're very rare. Nah, fuck it, be alright. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, nine darts sold. 
Bad number three. Uh, well, you'll be pleased to know that I've also come for nine data in this. It's a match! Go on, fucking hammer him. <laughs> oh, you're no, fit, mate. actually respects it. I, I don't mind his list so far. Yeah, we got to the same place. No, you haven't. You different haven't cars, different journey. Different same. cars, different journey. Well, Danny's driving his right Two. wagon. Hello, pretty ladies. Two different cars, same okay. journey, same result. Yeah. Nine like I say, you've, you've picked a fucking difficult list. Um, That's the whole idea. Yeah, I know, but you know, we'll be deliberating until the fucking sun goes down if we're not careful, So, which is not too far away. But yeah, I... Yeah, I think out of that list, I'm trying to narrow it down to the most difficult. And yeah, that's just fallen into the slot in third. Okay, you've interestingly both still not mentioned what I think is the easiest, which is interesting. Really? Yeah. Well, I think that's going to be my next one, to be honest. So my number two is a hole in one. Um, and that's mainly down to the fact, because I've taken, I'm trying to take into consideration, like, it's hardest to achieve. Because it, it's it's not though it's the easiest it's, cause literally anyone could do it yeah but mate you get, getting a ball that size into a hole I know it's pot luck and I suppose now now I'm saying it's only a game show oh. <laughs> yeah fucking hell how uh, often does it happen a hole in the water yeah hole? like Augusta on the 16th at the Masters fairly frequently there's like oh. five in one year but yeah, I I just think the distance that you're hitting it the size of the ball and the size of that I just think it's I think it's fucking really hard no, to my achieve. Right. So listen to my counter <clears throat> argument to what you're saying here. You, I could get you 150 balls, right? Just go and stand on a tee. Sounds box. like a bukkake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you could just hit golf balls. Eventually, one will go in. Yeah, well, no, I'm not. Yeah, probably. But if 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 it's taken me five, I'd be there two weeks. If it's taken me 595,000 attempts, yeah, it's not very easy to achieve, is it? No, but you could do it, and anybody could. Whereas n- not everyone could complete a perfect. I match. went to Alton Towers once, if and I tried no to legs, hit the car on the island, and I couldn't even hit the car on the island. I was only fucking like three hundred meters away. No, not even that. Three hundred meters. Two hundred meters. Yeah. I don't know how far. It, don't know how far no, it, it was. Hundred meters. Yeah. But it, and that's a lot fucking bigger, and the balls are the same size. Like, like I can literally hear. The podcast listener screaming that my list is shit. Yeah, I can honestly. <laughs> I haven't even edited it yet. It's not even been released, and I can just hear people in their cars yelling. Yeah. So because because holy one's number two for me. So I. I, I oh, it's it. a match. Oh yeah, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Woo woo, motherfucker. <laughs> two two this week. Good work. Oh no, it's not. No, perfect hat trick was number two. Uh, it's not a match. <laughs> Sorry, I misread my list. Fucking no. hell. No, perfect hat trick number two what? in the in the foosball. Incredible, yeah. They don't happen that often. No match. They do not happen that often. Yeah, but yeah, but you could be you could be a Premier League striker playing against Dog and Duck in the FA Cup, and still don't happen, does it? Still a perfect. Yeah, but don't happen every I'm just week. Saying is if, it? if if you if it was in that sort of a game, then you no, fuck it. I'm flipping them back. All in one's going to number two. It's a match! <laughs> da, 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 da. What, so yeah, you're now it. making it number one? Yeah, I've just decided. I've just convinced myself. Doesn't happen that often. Fucking Perfect hat trick, no. number one. Boom. Doesn't happen that often. I think... Blimey. It'd be my number four, the perfect hat Stay with me, listener. Stay with me. <laughs> <laughs> please, please. Please, please. Please, can I have some followers? 
<laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry, I got my order wrong. <laughs> Uh, number one for you, Dan. Uh, number one for me has to be one four seven because, like you said earlier, it's like hey, I got hammered for that. You hammered me for no, that. No, number one the is hardest. the hardest thing to fucking do. Which I completely yeah, for a pro though. It happens, it happens no, like three times a tournament. I'm sorry, it's fucking impossible. I can't fucking pot one red and, yeah. a, and then yeah, a black. again though. This is the disparity between my list and your list. I'm looking at it from a pro's angle. Well, I'm not. You're looking and from an amateur. I yeah I. I don't know how someone can do red, black, red, black, red, black, all through the colours, job done, without making a mistake. You only have to fuck up once and you've got no chance and you've got to start again. And I think with it as well, I I just don't think I could... I think it's 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 more... I think it's the most... Out of that, I I do think it's number one. To look at it from your angle, right? To redo my list really quickly... So I'm I'm doing all of these things, okay? Yeah. I'm down a park or legislature, wherever it is. I'm right. I'm doing these things. Yeah. My order, right? Me personally, I'm shit at darts, so that's the hardest thing. No, it isn't. No, it's- Snooker's the hardest. I'm not getting a one four seven, right? In I, a don't, month I, of don't, I reckon you could play snooker for the rest of your yeah, not life do it. and not and not do it. it. Yeah, that's a fair comment. So if I'm yeah, having to do fucking, it, three, I can't do half of these things. I only back myself to get a perfect hat trick. Like in Dan Park, like someone knocking it in, and oh, left foot, you right foot. Edit. Yeah, not in a game situation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But knocking it around the park. The yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Could achieve it yeah, it's the easiest one to do. But the other, the other four, I would have to be on the planet a long, long t- time to achieve any of them, if I'm honest. Well, I've got 300 on the, on the week. Yeah, we doesn't talk fucking count, does it? Yeah, no, but I'm just trying to rank them in order. <laughs> Bloody games on, console, man. Because I can do it on the Wii, I'm giving myself like a. a half decent t- chance of doing it of doing it in real life you've literally nah. got yeah you've got to with the bumpers up in the pink ball I'll tell you now it'd be the first one you achieved do you reckon because I'm awful nah. at golf yeah but it doesn't matter it'll be the first one that you achieve maybe the th- uh, the perfect hat trick one of those will be the first two that you oh, but it's in, a, in a game though it's difficult isn't it for that ball to land three times once on your left once on your right and obviously Edda in a game situation yeah. as an amateur It'd be the first yeah. one you achieve. Yeah. Mate, I played some. This is ridiculous. You, you can get a lot of chances for <laughs> the game. Yeah. And I, you can miss a lot as well. <laughs> Talking from experience. Absolutely. Bulldoze a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah. We've got more chance of being perfect at trick and a broken goalkeeper because of a challenge. This is the hardest rank we off we've done. It is. Fucking Genuinely. This is because if, if it's me having to fucking do it, I'm shit at all of these. That's. that's <laughs> That's the main thing, is that I'm pretty... I mean, I've played a lot of snooker, but only for the drinking bitter and just sort of black, black smoky rooms. Never played darts in my life, can't stand it. Uh, It'd be interesting, you can hear people, I'm awful you, like you said though, in their cars, like, no, what are they picking that one there for? But I would back myself, my list, for a pro. So so they're all pros, top of the game, bang, 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 oh, my list is absolutely fine. If it's... Because... One four sevens, you get a load of those a tournament. Holy ones, you've already said you get loads of them in a, in a, in, a, in the Masters or whatever. You don't get many perfect hat tricks, which is why I put it number one. Did I put it number one? I can't remember now. You can't fucking can't fucking remember. You <laughs> <laughs> can see now. But uh, if if I did put perfect hat trick number one, I'm, I'm backing that because it doesn't happen very often. I can't remember what you did because you changed it, didn't you? Mm. 
We've gone off on a tangent. Fucking big time. No, it's good. It's, it's raised discussion as well, hasn't it? It's fucking... Please it's, tell us on socials... What you yeah. like and what you don't yeah. like. Yeah, so uh, on Twitter, it's we love uh, feedback. at Goat Tangent, so Goat Tangent on Twitter. Uh, slide into our DMs. Your I want to hear your... Yeah, send us your top fives. Yeah. I want to hear your rank me offs. Yeah. Don't so, worry about our nonsense. You tell us yours. Yeah, love a bit of online interaction. Yeah. Tell us what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. Swipe right. And, uh, yeah, hashtag Tinder. <laughs> Sponsorship available. <laughs> Hashtag nasty shag. <laughs> no, uh, not on Tinder. Uh, sorry. He's left Tinder. He's I've retired, ladies. Taken, sorry, taken yourself off. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> He's retired. It's game over. <laughs> no more swiping. I'm, uh, I'm retired. It's end of an era, Stubbsy. Uh? End of an era. In it? Yeah. 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 Sad. Sad, sad, sad. <laughs> <laughs> I was too old for Tinder. And probably too ugly. <laughs> Your face wouldn't fit on the screen. No match! <laughs> <laughs> so you have been listening to Gone Off on a Tangent, episode 10. Oh, this fade is fucking oh, sexy, isn't it? We've got it now. I'll just turn it up a little bit for the listener. This is what we're working with now, listener. Oh, there it is. Just the gentle chords from Hell's Ditch. Oh. Let it dangle in your ears. Massive shout out to Active Arena. Clay Rings. Yeah, um, we're, we're, we're closer to the big time. A lot closer. The mics have helped. Yeah, 100%. And the, the Zoom days are over. The Zoom days are over. Thank God. We Fuck have uh, fully adhered to all social distancing. COVID, we're COVID secure. For, COVID for, for, any, for any bedwetters I, listening, yeah, we know. I've just dived into sanitizer. We've got a bath. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a bird bath. Yeah, just dipped uh, his balls in. Fully protected. So yes. So thanks to Active Arena, Clay Rings, and Hell's Ditch for the music. This has been episode ten. I've been Adam Stocks. He's been Dan Taylor. See you later, guys. He's been Carl Stubbs. Good day. See you for episode eleven next week. Cheers, guys. Oh